The following announcement has been paid for by the Mike World Order Podcast, hosted by Mike Cook. You know what time it is. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Mike World Order live on Twitch. And as always, the episode will get uploaded the following Monday on Spotify and Apple. Of course, I am your host, Mike Cook, a.k.a. Mike Thunder, a.k.a. the fly big boy from the 843 who made his way to the 703 because MWO is the way, because the ladies always say, Mike Cook, baby. How's everybody doing tonight? As you can see, I brought in, returning once again. You've seen her during the Great American Bash. You've seen her, what, two months ago on an episode? We brought back, after returning from being overseas, <laughs> battling against other speakers. <laughs> the legend herself, Master Chips. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Good to see you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great to have you back again, you know. How's life been going? How's the uh, how's the baking business? Good. You know. Busy. The usual. Just the usual? Just Yeah. I mean, I have orders, so I can't complain. She's got orders. Hashtag she's got orders. And anyone in the Northern Virginia area who is interested, please contact Master Chibs. If you got a sweet tooth, or if you just say, hey, I saw you on the show, appreciate everything you do, blase, blase, and all that fun stuff, you know, hook a dude up. But other than that, you know, how's the kids, how's the family, you know, everything all good and all that? Yeah, everybody's doing well. The kids come back from Florida this week, so I can't wait until they return and the next thing you know they'll be back in the pool i mean it's not a bad thing right going back to school yeah freedom I mean, no, it's not bad at all i mean it's been fun having them around but now they're actually going to be entering into the school it'll it'll be different it was nice having them around yeah especially now that we're we're going through the new normal and everything um yeah, I, I can't imagine. And for those out there living some leaps and all that, please be safe. You know, we got this second wave going on. We got the Delta going on. It's it's madness. You know, I don't care if you believe it or if you don't believe it. Doesn't matter. Okay, don't be an idiot. Just play it safe. Okay, it's no different than you know other activities. Just look at it as using protection, but for your face. Just say it. <laughs> you're just saying, you're right. You yeah, I'm just saying, you know, you, you got to give a, a good comparison for people. Not everyone's too bright. You know what I'm saying? Understood. Unfortunately, you know, so... That being said, we're going to bring in tonight's guest, 
Later on, our co-host Logan Slater from OEE, um, Order Entertainment Enterprise, will be on later. Right now, he is doing the commentary stream for All Elite Wrestling on his channel, which pretty much they're probably going to raid afterwards. So that's a good thing, too. But we'll get started first. Coming in, um, met this woman during the Asian Festival in Fairfax. And now I've been a regular watching her paintings and stuff. Very interesting. You know, not only is she an artist, but she's also a Muay Thai fighter. If Alistair Black was a female, it would be this chick. And if she had her own theme song coming out, I'd probably choose Red Hot and Heavy by Pretty Maids. Google it if you never heard of it. It's 80s rock at its best. And it's something you'd most likely hear in a fighting system. Entering the Mike World Order show for the first time, which is also the first time I've been doing it live, clean cut too, which is weird, still weird. We have our own Jesse Campbell. Welcome. Hello. Hi. How's it going? How's it going? Welcome, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on, you know. Okay, we'll be I, about. you're testing out the new tripod you got from Micro Center. Shout out to Micro Center for all the nerds. Thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Would a nerd leave you wrong? Probably not. So far, no, so of course not. <laughs> of course not. So we're pretty much going to get started with the, uh, the nitty gritty. So what got you into Muay Thai in the first place? Um, I think I've always been a pretty feisty, feisty person. Um, actually, I think when I was in probably fifth grade, I got into a little bit of a fight and broke my arm. Guy was really mean. Um, but I've always been kind of like scrappy. I grew up with a bunch of boys, you know, I didn't have um, really any siblings around. So, um, I was always into that sort of stuff. And then probably about five years ago, a friend of mine, um, have been like bugging me and bugging me to, to go to a class and try it out. Um, and I'd always been a little bit apprehensive because I was afraid of like messing up my hand and not being able to do my main job, which is makeup. Um, but anyway, so I finally started um, about five years ago and um, you know, I've been to Thailand, done the bat whole thing, I've had a couple of fights, um, probably have another fight coming up soon. So yeah, it's, I really, really love it. It's fun. Hold on, did you just say five years? Yeah. You've only been doing it five years. Yeah. I've seen I've your footage. You look like you've been doing it a whole lot longer. I wish. Ugh. I, I wish mean, when I... <laughs> wow. When I think of Muay Thai, I think of when I was a kid watching Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> where he was fighting Tung Po. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that's the first memory I got of Muay Thai, because I didn't know what it was then. I just thought it was just regular kickboxing and uh from what i learned growing up it, it's one of those disciplines that yeah did you have to kick trees as well too like van damme <laughs> well, i'm curious I was in thailand i felt like i had to but most of the time when people kick trees or whatever they're kicking like banana trees like and they're relatively soft so i had to do that at least once while i was there it's not too bad that's what they all say. 
That's what they, they all say. Not so bad. Yeah, right. I mean, at this point, like my shins are basically dead. So ooh, what would hurt me would be very different than what would hurt you. Ouch. Well, so, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, considering, I mean, all of that, like the training and stuff like that, that's really cool. But at the same time, to not feel something a certain way, like, it's like, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. Painful? You know, it kind of it comes into handy though sometimes because you know if you're like walking around at night, like getting up to get a glass of water or whatever, and like you hit like <laughs> your shin or something on the side of the bed, it doesn't phase me nearly as much. Whereas most people would be like, ah, they'd be like freaking out about <laughs> it, you know, fall over and pull a Peter Griffin, <laughs> just like yeah. sit there and go, ah, yeah, <laughs> for a good half an hour, yeah, right. That's what happens to me quite as much. <laughs> That just sounds painful. To me, when I first hear Muay Thai, I think of Tony Jaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was the first that I saw do that. I'm just, like, for some reason, now the movie names escape me, but he's the name that I remember. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's super popular for... Uh, Ong Bak. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. That was a super good movie. So good. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't honestly, like, I've been following MMA for a really long time, but I don't think I ever really delved into Muay Thai until maybe like six or seven years ago. Um, yeah, because an ex of mine, um, he actually used to fight out of the gym that I fight at now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I kind of started hearing more specifically about Muay Thai then. So before that, I really hadn't looked into Muay Thai or like any Muay Thai fighters or anything like that. So it was pretty, pretty late to the game, but you know, better late than never. So for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. And I also like, I, um, it's, it's a super male dominated sport, mm-hmm. um, as are a lot of sports. So that's been kind of an interesting aspect coming up in the sport and um i started probably about a year and a half ago i started a women's only muay thai class just to kind of get more women involved into it um and in a space where they don't necessarily feel as intimidated with a bunch of men around um so i've been doing that for like the last year and a half and in the gym that i fight out of now we have more women in there than we've ever had which is amazing um just to not be only girl and then, you know, have people my size, my strength that I can train and play with. So it's really nice. That is nice. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Sounds a very amazing. So um, when was your most probably recent uh, fight that you had? I mean, obviously it was before COVID. So it's been probably a year and a half or so. Um, the last fight I had, I fought for, um, if you're familiar with UFC at all, Donald Cerrone, um, or people call him Cowboy, uh, he has his own fight series that he's been starting called Cowboy Fight Series, and, um, I, (laughs) I took that fight on, like, a four days notice, um, my opponent, she had supposed to have been fighting, like, uh, about a month beforehand, and then that got canceled. Um, and that really sucks. Like if you're a fighter and you go through a fight camp and 
cut weight and all that stuff, and then last minute your flight gets canceled or rescheduled, like that really sucks. Um, so that had already happened to her, and then this fight came up, and she had two different opponents um, drop out basically last minute. So I was asked like yeah, like four days before to uh, to do the fight, and uh, yeah, I was like, you know, I train consistently. Um, so I'm always ready and I kind of prefer to be given short notice anyways, just cause mentally then you don't have to think about it quite as much. That makes but, sense. Uh, yeah, it worked out. Um, I won, so yay for nice. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it was, it was her first fight though too. Um, and I respected that she didn't really care how much bigger I was than she was. Um, cause she's four foot 11. Oh, wow. Uh, she's tiny, <laughs> and I'm almost 5'7", so it was a, a huge advantage on my part, um, so I kind of got lucky with that, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I can, I can only imagine. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I almost felt like, I felt bad, I almost felt like I was fighting a child. <laughs> Um, she was so small, but you know what? She was like, she's really stocky. She was a strong girl. Um, she, she definitely has the heart for it. Um, so respect to her for, you know, going against any size person. And I kind of noticed that because if it's the photos that I'm thinking of that I saw, it, yeah, yeah, you I look like you towered like, over her. Yeah. yeah. And I saw you had like the long reach. I was like, really? This this bully. <laughs> I may have tried to emphasize my my height and my reach just a little bit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, in terms of like training, what would you consider a typical day of training? Like, how does you know someone like a Jesse Campbell would? prepare just for each day of training? Like, is it the same routine? Is it something different? Like, how's the dieting? Like, how does that, because a lot of our viewers that watch are also MMA fans too. And you're basically our first, you know, mixed martial artists on the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we've had pro wrestlers, we've had, you know, rugby players, football players, but we've never, this is literally our first um, MMA fighter. So pretty much you're a part of history on Mike World Order. Wow. <laughs> um, so um, average day, I mean, it, my schedule with work is always very erratic. So that can kind of change what my days look like sometimes when I'm prepared for training. But essentially, I just, you know, I try to get up, I stretch every day, I get up, um, do my thing. I try to make sure that, really the only thing that I really do is I try to make sure that I eat and drink a lot of water um, at least before two o'clock because I usually train by seven. Um, you do about two hours of pretty intensive training, um, which you know can be anything from just like a ton of cardio and bad work to pad work to sparring to whatever it might be. Um, but it's pretty intense for two hours. Um, and I try to train at least, at least with Muay Thai, I try to train at least four times a week. Um, and then in between I supplement with like weightlifting and all that sort of stuff. Um, my diet is, uh, probably a lot different than most. <laughs> um, I'm a vegetarian, so that's not quite as common as well. Um, 
but lately um, I have, I'm preemptively kind of trying to cut weight right now because I know that the owner of my gym wants me to fight soon. Um, so I want to kind of slowly get into my, uh, my fight weight so I don't have to do a lot of cutting. Um, so I literally, like, I, I eat Beyond Meat a lot. Um, so I'll eat a bunch of that mixed with whatever veggies that I have available and spinach. And, um, yeah, I eat that once or twice a day. Still have my Starbucks, so I'm not like a completely clean eater. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it. And if it was in Thailand, um, their training is a lot different. Theirs is probably two to three hours twice a day. So I would train twice a day every day for probably four to five hours. Um, you train in the morning, then you go shower, get some food, whatever, rest, and then go back later in the evening for another two hours. And uh, it's intense. It's very hot. <laughs> Sounds intense. Yeah. It's fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can only imagine because, uh, and, and as you mentioned, you're vegetarian. Unfortunately, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> really? I know, right? I, I, I've heard your McDonald's stories. I know. Say what? I think it was, didn't you uh, talk about a McDonald's story where they messed up your order or was it Chick-fil-A? Or no, it was Wendy's. It was Wendy's. You threw the food back at them because they messed it up. <laughs> you threw food back at people? <laughs> so rude, right? Oh my. It's probably an honest this, mistake. This on their is part. a different side of you, Mike. I was not aware. <laughs> Hey, it wasn't my fault. So, it wasn't you, your oh fault yeah, you saw it on. Fault or it wasn't your food. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the story that was mentioned on uh, SNRG's uh, Instagram Live. Yeah. <sighs> okay, look, I can explain. Okay, my court <laughs> order listeners, I can explain. Like, definitely can explain. Uh, Listening. You know, base kid. Uh, he's on. Let's see. We got Damian Elliott. Whoa. Yeah, I know. She's cute. We get it. Uh, yeah, right, Mikey Starks. You wish. Anywho. Um, so back to the... Uh, so, no, here's what happened. So I was at Wendy's, right? Okay, I wanted a grilled chicken sandwich, okay? That's all I wanted. And I wanted it on a pretzel bun. I wanted it plain with just the lettuce. On a pretzel, on a pretzel bun, you know what I'm saying? So when it came to that, twice they messed up the order. Twice. Because I said I didn't want mayonnaise. I said I wanted plain. Just the chicken. And I wanted just the uh lettuce. you know the the lettuce. So I opened this sandwich up, right? And I see this giant glob of mayonnaise. After telling them, this is not what I wanted at all. So then they changed the sandwich. And on top of that, I didn't get the pretzel bun. It was just a regular sandwich, right? So, <laughs> Boog, you're stupid. Mike asked for it on the employees' buns, whatever. So the second sandwich they gave me, they did it right. Until I open it up. Like, as soon as you unwrap it, okay, you see the pretzel bun? Awesome. Yay. Open it back up, that giant glob of mayonnaise, and there was no lettuce, and it was just the chicken. And I was like, 
mother. I thought you oh. said it was like a completely different order, like a hamburger. Yes. So, yeah, you damn right I took a U-turn around and told him that's twice you messed up. I want my refund and I'm keeping the fries. And I threw the sandwich at him. <laughs> now, is that a reasonable reaction, Mike? Yes, you do not do that to a heavyweight. See, there's one thing you've there's one thing that you've never learned because uh I don't know if you have heavyweight friends. I'm probably one of the few that you know. But the one thing you never do, you never piss off a heavyweight when it comes to his food. His or her. Doesn't matter. Bad things happen. If someone messed up your order at Starbucks twice, you would be mean someone in the face. I'm a lot nicer than you think I am. <laughs> so yeah, probably. I was going to say, I don't think so. If anything, I'm a lie. Well, you know, not necessarily throw food. No. Not like Starbucks, too. If, if they mess up your order, they still give it to you. So I'm like, all right, cool. More free drinks for me. <laughs> Well, not just that. The guy at the drive-thru was weird. He was he was rude anyways. It was like this Middle Eastern guy, and he was like, what made me throw it, not going to lie, what made me throw it was the fact that he was like, well, sir, I cannot help you. You're going to have to handle it yourself and clean it off yourself. I said, oh, clean it off myself, right? Ah. So I actually, I have a story about throwing food at somebody. This is the one time I've ever thrown food at somebody. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, it all comes I'm, out, Jess. Yeah, it's all coming out now, huh? It's okay. Out. I'm okay telling this story. He deserved it. Um, so I grew up in Richmond um, and I went to BCU. And one day I was on my way to class and I, I kept the thing of granola bars in my car just in case I needed a snack or something midday um, and just whatever. And so I'm at this stoplight waiting to get off on the road and I see this homeless man going from car to car asking for money. Um, and I see him kind of like mouthing off and kind of getting aggressive with a lot of the people who are denying him. So I'm like, hmm, okay, well, when he comes up to my car, I'm going to offer him this box of granola bars. Um, because it's food and it's free, why not? Um, so he comes up to my car and I offer him the granola bars and he was like, man, fuck you, blah, 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 I don't want your shit. And I was like, oh, word, okay. Um, and he just like, he walked away and he was just like mouthing off like all sorts of stuff. And uh, so once the light finally turned green, I rolled past him and I threw the granola bars at him. I'm like, all right, well, Enjoy. Um, and yeah, that's my that's my throwing story, but I feel like he actually didn't deserve it. Mm. I mean, honestly, if you want something, you'd think that anything would be good enough, especially yeah, if right. you want it. So that was definitely rude of him. And yeah, usually they shouldn't be approaching you. You should let them approach you if you're in When you yeah. offer he something, he just at wanted least to be courteous. Just take it. And then just keep keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yep, he didn't have to be nasty. So, you know. Mm -mm. Oh, well. Hello. No. Hello. My co How are you? My co-host, Logan Slater. Fashionably late, but I'm happy to be. Wow. 
Hey, we appreciate the raid, if anything. Jesse, oh. this is also one of the sponsors, Logan Slater from Order Entertainment Enterprise. Logan, this is the kick-ass Muay Thai fighter who's also an artist I told you about. What up? Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. And since, Jesse, you got the nerd to talk about me attacking the guy at Wendy's, who are yeah. you to do? Bro, something ailed you that night. You don't throw food. Are you in middle school? No, I'm yeah. a I'm a heavyweight who was hungry. Okay, if you done the same thing to me, I would have beat your ass too. I would have said straight up, I would have been on you like Carl Anderson. Just <laughs> okay. So yes, are yes. you done? <laughs> you done? You caught all the bullets. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro, I thought you were throwing sign language at me. No, I was copying Carl Anderson when he does the machine gun. You know. Ah, well, that did. Best what? commentary man in the biz. Base Kip was was on my stream for a bit. Oh yeah, Base Kip is. So for those who paid attention to Instagram, yeah, that's his crazy ass that keeps posting all those funny photos of all of us from uh, the podcast. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Funny photos? What funny photos? I'm sorry. So, there, so there's one of me. I got to find them. Where we copied South Park, right? And uh, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That was good. Talking about some, your voice reminds me of Chef Mike because it's all deep and raspy. Logan, what do you think of Clean Cut Mike tonight? I have no words. Me neither. <laughs> Funny story about it, too. But we'll, I want get to to that. we'll get to that later on in the segment. Back to our guest. So. We already mentioned all the fun stuff about the Muay Thai and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Logan, it, it didn't occur to me until we mentioned it. Jesse's our first MMA fighter guest on the show. I'm not an MMA fighter, though. Just clarify. Muay Thai slash MMA. I don't do still any other martial art. I only do <laughs> Muay Thai. It's, but people are still going to count it as MMA regardless. It's it's 2021. There's there's nerds and marks like me that will say, you know, just take it and run with it, Jesse. Right. Just want to clarify it though. Look, we already know. I'm very technical about it. Unfortunately, some of our viewers are not. Well, I'm here to educate them. So yeah, exactly. But tonight, you know, it's a different story. And thank you for the compliment that I look like I'm back in high school. No, you're not. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Whatever. You never even seen my high school pick. Okay, so Basekip also mentioned he's got a question for you. He worked for a year at Team Coben's Muay Thai camp in Midtown Manhattan. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't heard of that camp. Ah. Well, there's your there's your answer, based Kip. Yep. She's All right. never <laughs> she's never heard of it. 
I know a lot of gyms mostly in like the DMV, and I know a bunch of gyms in Thailand, but um, that's about it. Sorry. So, it's funny you said you were originally from Richmond. That's funny. It's hilarious. Yes, because well, we'll go with I just woke up. <laughs> I thought I honestly thought you were from either California or at least Nevada. Nevada. Don't know why. That's the vibe I got. Just take it and run with it. Just take it and run with it. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, it's I would love to live in California, but um, sorry, what was I? Uh, no, uh, born and raised in Richmond. I've been in Nova for about 11 years now. So, yeah. It's the place to be, honestly. I love it here. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is home. It's okay. If we didn't have winter, I'd be totally down for it. But winter, really? I love, I love that we get to experience all the seasons. I think that's one of my favorite parts being around here. Yeah. And, I mean, you get all the extremes, yes. though. I was born in California, but honestly, I was only there for like two years before we moved here. So I've been in Northern Virginia like my whole life. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just, I would rather live somewhere where if I wanted to go to the cold and snow, I could just travel easily to it. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't have to deal with it. It'd be great. Hey, Logan, did you wake up? <laughs> I wasn't even asleep. All I heard was heavy metal. <laughs> you look like it was not were, I was That's listening to them. Started. I was listening to them. Yeah, we'll go with nodding off. But you look like you were I was listening to them. And then all of a sudden I, mean, I hear it sounds like Power Wolf. I mean, you looked exhausted. I mean, I was before starting the episode, I was watching um, AEW on OEE, which is the place to be. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sleeping. <laughs> I just, I just naturally look like this. <laughs> your natural glow. It's his natural glow. Yeah. yeah. He he has a natural glow about him. It's 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 funny. People even pointed out on the show his natural glow. <laughs> It makes him. It makes him so majestic. It does. Man. It does. Oh, thank you, Mikey Starks. It's good to finally see you too. You know, I saw you at Battle Riot Three, Mikey. How could you get eliminated so quickly? <laughs> okay, for those who don't get it, so there's a reference. Uh, our fellow regular on the group chat, Mikey Starks. He has a resemblance to pro wrestler Myron Reed, who looks like he's still in high school. I know this is, I know it went over your head, Jesse, because you're not a wrestling fan. So I had to be the, the nerd for you. Sorry, I'm an old school wrestling fan. So, yeah. Hold on. How much are we talking old school? Yeah. We're talking like Hulk Hogan, Jake Hulk Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Today's Hogan's birthday, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, he turned 68. I mean, happy birthday. Aww. So, yeah, I, in second grade, I wrote a story, apparently, about Hulk Hogan. Nice. Um, and they gave these stories back to us when I was in middle school or something. But I wrote a story about how <laughs> Hulk Hogan and I fell in love. We got married. And then... 
he died and I took all his money. <laughs> Damn. And I'm not that kind of person, so I don't know what was going on in my head. <laughs> so you pretty much well, did what you, so you had a mental lapse of judgment. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I, I like that era of wrestling until I found out it was fake, basically. And then I kind of wrote it off because I like real violence. <laughs> In that case, you would love Japanese wrestling. I, yeah, I one of my friends actually. Do you know Joe Carabao? Name sounds familiar. Um, he's give me a coke. Hmm? We said at the same time, so he was. Oh, um, Joe Carabao. <laughs> uh, he's a filmmaker, a photographer, a musician, um, and he's super, super into uh, wrestling and Japanese wrestling and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you guys would probably be BFF, actually. I could see Jesse being like a Katsuyori Shibata type fighter. Disco Shibata. Disco Shibata. <laughs> just give her some black kick pads and put a towel around her neck and just say, go kick the shit out of somebody. <laughs> That's literally what Shibata does. Shibata, before he retired... That's all his ring. He wore a black towel. He was pretty much your traditional tights, kick pads, and he was just known for being stiff, like with his kicks. Like what caused him to retire was the way he would headbutt someone. He would legit headbutt you, and you would see the blood like trickle down his head. Like his last match where he did that, it was like so you can feel the goosebumps. You don't even have to be a wrestling fan to watch it. And you would get the goosebumps off of like the moment he did that. It's crazy. Sounds pretty intense. Have you ever heard of Left Way? Yes. Do you know anything about it? Nope, but I've heard of it. <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, Muay Thai, except um, they allow headbutts. Um, you only win if you knock somebody out, and you also, um, I think you have to knock somebody out, like, you can knock them out a few times, like, they have to stay down, essentially. Um, they don't wear gloves, necessarily, they wrap their hands in, like, rope, so it's probably even more terrible, but, yeah, it's probably the most brutal thing I've ever seen. Do they also do hemp and glass, too, like the, uh, classics? The what? Did they also uh, wrap their hands in uh, hemp and yeah, put yeah. glue on it in glass? Yeah, I hadn't heard about the okay. glass part, but hemp, yeah. I've heard of that one. Yikes. Yeah, that's more the traditional underground Muay Thai. Similar, yeah. That's uh, more that style of fighting is in like Burma. So it's like their version. So in terms of Muay Thai, what would you say is like your long-term goal? Like what is your... I don't really have a, a long-term goal, honestly. Um, I When I started Muay Thai, I never thought that I would fight. Um, I never thought that I would teach um, or be a coach or anything like that. But it just kind of has happened that way. So I'm just kind of going with the flow and I want to learn as much as possible. Um, and I want to help other people learn, um, if I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to have a couple more fights. Um, starting to get a little bit older. 
so you know don't have but so long but uh i definitely want to have a couple more fights so i don't know there i guess not that i really have this as a goal but when you go to as far as like education in muay thai um the levels are you have like a coach you have what they call crew crew just means team or a teacher in thai and then you have a, a jean that's like the highest level that you can get um as far as being a, a teacher um in muay thai and you really never see like a female crew or a female ajan so if i could possibly somehow get to that level that would be pretty rad um just because you don't see it very often I would you go girl that's right you go girl make it happen follow your dreams follow your heart follow that's right Trying, trying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're gonna go to the second part of what makes Jesse pretty much epic. Kinda. I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like, what part are you kidding about? <laughs> the kind of part. I'm trying to understand. What are you kidding about? Because I said the part that makes her epic, and then I said kinda, and then I said just kidding. Oh, oh. I let Jesse rag on me on her lives whenever she picks on me. I, I give her a pass. I mean, yeah, as long as it's back and forth, you know what? Whatever works. Yeah. Hey, what can I say? Having someone like Jesse on the show would make me smile hard enough where y'all can see the whiteness in high definition. So that's a compliment. So, nerd them as it's best. So the second part, now that we got all the Muay Thai stuff out of the way, you're also an artist that does a lot of paintings and you do a lot of uh, videos on uh, Instagram, which hopefully we can get you on Twitch one day so you can, you know, have a bigger platform. <clears throat> yeah. I wish I was as good as Bob Ross. Bob Ross style, because I would totally watch that. Ugh. I mean, I she could. I mean, maybe. Happy little trees. Yep. Yes. Happy little accidents. Yep. Nobody's yes, happy accident. little lives. <laughs> Just use simple strokes. Just <laughs> brush strokes. And if you don't like my painting, I'll knee you in the jaw. All right, now. That's good. That'll be I like, I can... I'll, I'll have the softness and the soothingness of Bob Ross, but I'll say very aggressive things. <laughs> yeah, that would work. <laughs> if you don't give a damn about that bush, I will kick you in the face. Yes. And then everyone is sitting in the room like, and then she's like, all right, let's continue. And they're just. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Yeah, maybe that would be pretty. Consider that. Do it. I mean, it, it would bring that artistic side, and then it would also bring out that comedic side of you. True. I find comedy and violence, so, you know. Yeah, comedy is a very violent deal. And anyone who knows, Mike knows, hashtag violence is forever. <laughs> I love it. Interesting. I love that slogan. I know, right? Is forever. Hey, what's the slogan for the, uh, uh, which company has that slogan again? Is it Mike's for Love? Oh, Mike's for Love. Oh, yeah, y'all two don't know about that. 
So another project I've been working on. So if I ever hit the lottery, I'm going to start a dating site strictly for guys named Mike trying to find someone or women who are in the guys named Mike. And it's called Mike's for Love. So right now I'm going to do a quick plug in for all of our viewers. Oh, so my God, don't. Y'all just going to have to sit and laugh. Thank you, Logan, for reminding me. Hello. This is Mike. And I'm also the owner of Mike'sForLove.com. If you're a lady or if your name is Mike and you're looking for love, then look no further. All you have to do is go to MikeSforLove.com. That's MikeSforLove.com. And don't be like Ricky, Mickey, not Ricky, but Mikey Starks. And, <laughs> and don't be like him and click on the link for real because we don't have the funding to start this website yet. But when we do, it will be called MikeSforLove.com. Make sure that you're going to find love with a Mike. So this is for people that want to find a Mike or they are also a Mike and want to find another Mike. Is that no, it's, it's That's for, what I got. I got yeah, Mike's I, I finding other Mikes. No, it's for no, Mike's finding a lover and women who want to find a man named Mike. That's Why can't a Mike and Mike get together? Mike's. No, because that wouldn't sound right. That's why it's Mike's for love. Like it's either a guy named Mike looking for love or a woman looking for love from a guy named Mike. It makes sense because that's why it's called Mike's for love. What about Micah? Does Micah count? We're not Jewish. I mean, it's Old Testament, mother. <laughs> Micah. Wait, what what, if, uh, wait, so is it, does it cover all languages? Because, like, Miguel, right? Michelle. Like, you have to consider all of those mics. There's a lot of fucking mics in the world, Mike. I mean, exactly. I, I don't think he thought this through. Actually, I did find this. And that's through. where you go for go to plentyofmics.com. <laughs> because for nine, nine to five a month, you will have access as a mic to find all the ladies. And ladies, you will have access to finding a mic here at mocksforlove.com. I think you just wanted an excuse to do that voice, honestly. No, that's just something that's been going on, on each week that's just been plugging in between between that and doing dr now's voice from my 600 pound life <laughs> yeah a lot of people that. like to, they, they love to hear me do that for some reason well, I I know. Know. you want me to do dr now yeah okay hold on hold on hold on hold on because i can't just do it on cue you got to give doctor, me a i've been sticking to my diet i don't know why i'm not losing weight but I, I swear I'm doing it. Well, what you need to do is you would need to 
maintain having under a 1,200-calorie diet and exercise 30 minutes a day in order to qualify for the upcoming surgery. Otherwise, just stop eating. <laughs> that was so good. I told you. <laughs> All right, we'll give you props on that one. We'll give you props on that one. I told you, people, people love that shit. Like... <laughs> Do that Dr. Now thing again. <laughs> he looks like such a cartoon character. I love him. He does. Like, as soon as he walk in the room. Ma'am, ma'am, wait. Last visit, you weighed 608 pounds. And you promised me you would do the diet in the eating regimen. You showed up a month later, and you weighed 635 pounds. This is not acceptable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. And as you saw by our COO, uh, Mr. Spiker, uh, mikesforlove.com is sponsored by OEE. We're just waiting for the part where you say uh, nerd. That's what I'm actually looking for, you, you using a nerd reference like you do on your uh, show. A nerd reference? What do you mean? Yes, because you always call me a nerd. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody that's watching this show already is very well aware of you being a nerd. So I don't think I need to call it out. Let's just say it. But if I see an opening later to call you a nerd, I will. How about that? Oh, we know you won't hesitate. No. <laughs> so back on the topic. <laughs> yes. Painting. Painting. Yes, your paintings yeah. and all of, you know, your creativity. Yeah. And so, how I, oh, go ahead. I mean, do you want me to start rambling about it? Because I can do that. Hell yeah. Hey, look, we, we'll give you the spotlight right now. Start rambling. Right right. Ramble, go. Power, go. Um, so, um, yes, I'm an artist. Uh, I do a little bit of everything. I um, have always drawn and painted and sculpted and stuff like that. Um, I mentioned earlier that I went to BCU. I went to BCU for photography, so... I graduated with a degree um, in photography and film. Um, and yeah, I'm a makeup artist by trade. That's how I make a living. Um, martial artist, all sorts of artists. But yeah, so recently I started doing a, um, a lot of painting stuff. And typically I am a perfectionist and <laughs> it drives me crazy. Most of the time when I draw and paint, I try to do realism. I'm not really good at drawing cartoons or anything like that. Um, I'm just good at replicating things. Um, so I think my need for control and perfection in art can kind of be a problem sometimes. So I started seeing a lot of these videos online um, about acrylic painting or acrylic pore painting to be more specific. And I just found the videos to be super relaxing and just kind of satisfying to watch. And the more and more I watched it, I was like, man, I want to try this. This looks like fun um, because, you know, you 
you don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, it's always kind of a surprise. Um, you can't, you can kind of control it, but you can't control it. Like you never have any idea of what the painting is going to turn out like. Um, and so I thought from a perfectionist standpoint, that would be really good for me because I kind of have to let go a little bit. I can't control everything. Um, I can kind of put, you know, certain factors into it that might give it a certain um, result, but uh, not really at the same time. So yeah, I just, just started experimenting with it. It was fun. Um, you know, they're relatively quick to do because I'm also the type of artist where if I'm doing a drawing, I, uh, I'll get pretty far into it and then I'll never finish it and I'll move on to something else. So these are a nice happy medium as far as the time it takes to complete. And, um, I don't know, I thought it might be kind of fun to film them, um, or film the process because that's what I really enjoy anyways, is watching the process. And... A couple people started watching and I don't know I, I had people constantly message me like hey are you gonna sell these like what are you doing with all these paintings um, and it kind of got to the point where I was getting a huge collection of these paintings and I didn't have anywhere to put them so I'm like well I guess I should start selling them and then I can just put that money back into buying more supplies and feeding the habit if you will <laughs> um, and so yeah I've sold probably like 15, 20 paintings now, um, which is really crazy to me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of exciting. Um, I haven't tried anything with hydro dipping yet, actually. Um, Anna Vic was actually just asking me that last night, if that would be something I would be into. And for sure, like it looks really cool. Um, I just, I guess it would be more about getting the supplies to do something like that. But yeah. So eventually I'm going to do a Twitch per your recommendation. Um, I just have to sit down and do it. Um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun doing it and uh, we'll see what happens with it. <laughs> and rent. Nice. <laughs> and see. I'm going to clap one. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we should get you on a few episode, future episode where we can get you to display your work on here. Yeah, for sure. I, I think you should. Uh, I mean, nothing wrong with the Instagram thing. That's cool. But I, I think uh, on an international platform, the world should like see your talents. You know, they should not go wasted. I guess. I mean, I feel like with with the painting thing, it's fun for me, but it's, uh, I get imposter syndrome with it, with everything basically, but with the painting stuff, cause it's not like a super complicated thing. It's trial and error and um, basic color theory knowledge. So just about anybody could do this. So it's not like it's that crazy. Um, so I don't know if the world needs to see it, but I mean, if they want to watch it, then that's cool. I think so. I mean, own it with a, with a talent like that. Yeah, you should own it. Like me, I suck at painting. All right. If, if I had that talent, I would be showing it off at all times. We should I do mean, an episode everyone... where both you and I are painting at the same time and see uh, what the outcome is. Have a sip and paint. Yeah. He he tried to paint me the other day and I looked like a stick. 
Yeah, I, I drew Logan, and all I got was a stick figure with a cap on it. <laughs> so I was like, here you go, bro. <laughs> You know what? I'm sure if somebody saw that stick figure with the cap, they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's Logan. No, they wouldn't. They'd be like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Like, that's what they would say. Hey, compared you to your work, compared to your work, no. I, I'm i one of those types. I'll stick with my art of podcasting and love for pro wrestling and all that. I'll leave all the art stuff to you. Like, you know, just like I'm not the best baker. So I go to tips for that, you know. Mm. Just saying. Not the best at baking. So I had this conversation with, with Aaron actually the other day where we were talking about talents or whatever that we have. And I think he has a really great talent with words and music and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, like when you are like flowing and all that sort of stuff, it's uh, like my brain doesn't work that way. Um, so I don't feel like I could do that. And he's like, well, you know, can you memorize songs? I'm like, yeah, I can memorize songs. I'm like, I can memorize, like, you know, the words he says and whatever. He's like, well, then you have the ability for it. And I'm like, mm, I don't it know. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people don't understand. It's almost like, like, I could not write a poem to say, sure, if I was forced to do it for, like, a school assignment, I'd make a poem, right? Right. But at the same time, it's just like, if someone's, like, come out with a song and you'll be famous. You're just like, I don't know if that's how that works. One, I don't know how I would end up like composing it and or how it should be sung, whatever the case may be. It's not easy. No. Like, anybody can say anything, but to turn it into something that sounds good is totally different. Right, and I guess like, his point was, and that's that's kind of where my headset or mindset is too, um, but he was like, you know, if you practice anything enough, you could become good at it. Um, and I, to a certain degree, um, I agree with that. However, I think some people are just naturally, they're going to be like exponentially higher level than some people would, even if they practice all the time. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if any of you guys uh, watched that Takashi 6 9 uh, documentary that was on like Blue, I think. Did anybody see that? I didn't yeah, know I'll that. see it. Was it good? It's interesting. I I didn't know a whole lot about him, so I watched it one day, and he was never a rapper. Um, the the rapping part was kind of like secondary. It was more just about being obnoxious and getting attention and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then I guess he eventually kind of figured out how to make songs. So, I don't know, maybe it's just one of those things, sometimes you can fake it till you make it. Maybe. Certain things, but probably not everything. I don't know. But I think with the painting bit, at least, just about anybody could do it, so. Still, I mean, you're right, maybe as far as like dedicating time to it, sure, but to actually like find a passion in it, to continue doing it like that's totally different like my baking i i look at it as like a passion it's something that i want to do and i want to perfect sure when i first started decorating cookies it looked really like elementary you know what i mean like i i could take a cookie and you know outline something but to create an actual design and or cater to your clients like that's a totally different story you know what i mean 
So you have to find something in it that you're just like, I want to do this and I want to do this for an extended period of time. It, it's yeah. just the drive behind you, but will motivate you to get things done. Yeah, so maybe it's it's not necessarily about the the talent. It's about finding the things that ignite your passion. Yeah, to make time for it and, you know, continue on. Oh, yeah, because podcasting, um, it humors me when people say, oh, podcasting is easy. You just talk into a mic and there you go. No, you got to do the editing. You got to do, you know, the uploading. You got to plan out your guests. You got to have an outline. You know, you, you have to do all these things to put together. And timing is everything, you know. So it humors me when people say that. But then when you actually put them in a position of doing podcasting, then it's like, dude, I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah, but so much behind everything that if you're not into it, you don't, you just don't know. Exactly. And there's moments of burnout. Don't get me wrong. I've been doing podcasting for almost 10 years at this point, wow. which by the way, next month is golden week, which is, this is what makes it year number eight that I've been doing podcasting because I started in September. And usually golden week is when I burn myself out with podcasting. Golden week is where I do seven straight days of episodes. Get ready, Logan. I got no September. No, I'm taking a vacation. You're taking a vacation. <laughs> That's cool. Um, just the, uh, I'll be in the hospital if you fucking <laughs> Yeah. Um, nah, it's just, it, it's it's something I always do in tradition. Like the past few years, it's literally from Sunday to Saturday. I would do at least one hour of an episode. What made you start this tradition? Japan. Japan does this thing at their beer gardens in like Tokyo. They do this tradition called uh, Golden Week. So it's pretty much a different event each day. So the, the funny part about Golden Week is on Mike World Order, it's pretty much an episode, but it's a different theme for every episode. It's something different, mm -hmm. you know? Sounds fun. So it, it makes it uh, interesting. When in September do you usually do it? Mid September, because technically it was technically it was the first week of September when when I started podcasting, and I was doing it on Facebook Live, and then I started doing it on YouTube, and then during the pandemic, I was doing Facebook Live on my laptop, Instagram Live on my phone, and then I ended up uploading it on YouTube. And that was a lot of work. Like I, I would be, I would start on the episode at eight, be done at eleven, and the episode wouldn't be uploaded until almost two or three in the morning. So that's work right there because of the software and the editing and the intros and the music and all that. It, at one point, it just when I did the last season, I was burned out. Had it not been for the pandemic and finding out Twitch through J Rod, and then building a pretty much database of people from front row material because that's how I met Logan.
And then once we start clicking, I start seeing his show, and I'm like, I love how he is on OEE. And I even asked him because originally he was just a, a guest, and then he was just pretty much part of the panel. Then one day I just flat out got down on my bad knee, looked at him, and said, "Would you be my co-host?" Thanks. <laughs> Aww, so cute. There were doves flying everywhere. Yeah, there was doves flying and everything. Oh. He went all out. He took me to a dinner. It was lovely. I know, right? <laughs> so classy. We never had a honeymoon yet, by the way, sweetheart. I'm sorry. I, I, I'll get that taken care of, baby. Since yeah, we yeah, are. you better. Fucking Hawaii, all right? Phew, Hawaii. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, fucking like Hawaii. Okay, I'll make, I'll make sure you get a tour of the islands. Yeah, you better, you better fucking put a damn skirt on. Why I got to be the one to do it? <laughs> because you look better. True. Oh. But <laughs> yeah, it's at the point where I even signed contracts live on the show with OEE. <laughs> yes, Jesse, we do have that sense of humor to where we are like a married couple. She's got this look on her face like, who's going to throw the bouquet at me? There's no bouquet. There's no well, Logan found his mic. That's all that matters. Yeah, he's. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even need the goddamn sight. <laughs> I met him through a mic. You met him through a mic. Oh wow, you have a lot of mics in your life. See, I don't like it. And see, because of that, once well, again, you like mics. And see, once again, because of that, that is the true representation of MoxForLove.com because right there shows that without those things, Logan wouldn't have found love if it wasn't for looking for a mic. And you can do the same thing, ladies, at MoxForLove.com. He done? <laughs> <Nerd>. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> I don't know if that's really nerdy or not, but I figured I'd throw that in there for you. I heard it. <laughs> you said nerd. <laughs> I want a divorce. There. Gosh. You want a divorce? <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. Well, good. Well, look, fine, because I signed the prenup anyways. There was a fucking prenup. Yeah, there was. Oh, you were you were asleep when you signed it. How the fuck am I supposed to do that? So what happened was, your hand was on the pen. We had a weekend at Bernie, didn't we? My hand was on your hand, and then I just wrote your name. <laughs> I didn't sign shit. I was not in the right state of mind. You yeah. drugged me, goddammit. Your fingerprints are on the pen, sir. <laughs> I don't know if that I'm going to talk to Dr. Reed. <laughs> You're going to talk to Dr. Reed? <laughs> I'm going to talk to Dr. Reed. Well, well sir, it, this would have never happened. Not that you. one. <laughs> He's a fat doctor. It would never happen if you didn't have fat hands to where your fingerprints was on the pen. 
Which, in other words, if you were to maintain, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> yeah, please stop. <laughs> oh man! Oh, we had some Stephanie McMahon Triple H moment. Hey man, I played to win. <laughs> so Jesse, how are you liking it on the show so far? <laughs> That's great. It's so good. I'm learning so much. <laughs> You're learning how crazy this show can be at times. Maybe here and there, yeah. You should check out our archives on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. Wow. You like the glitter of podcasts. <laughs> Imagination. Well, well, well. <laughs> we just sprinkle some magic dust and there goes an episode because people think podcasting is easy. Nope. <sighs> It looks like you're like, at least from my view, it looks like you're sprinkling it on top of Logan's head. Oh, it does. <laughs> Imagination. It's giving you that bad juju. Careful. <laughs> Good thing you never have protection. I would, I would never give him bad juju. Okay. Uh -huh. I would never do that to him. That was very sincere. It was. I can't sound like it came right from the bottom of the cockles of your heart. Of course. I'm a very loving guy. Thank you. I'm pretty jealous. Maybe the stuff <laughs> Maybe even the liver. Maybe even in the cold. We don't. We don't. <sighs> okay. Well, Jesse. Before we uh, go on to the second half of the show, yeah. um, I thought this was the second half. Huh? I thought this was the second half. No, I said the second half of the segment. We're still. Shut up. Anywho. <laughs> wow. I wear the pants. I wear the pants. Anywho. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't look at you with a serious look right now. Your facial expressions, Jesse, they're too much. Sorry. <laughs> Not in a bad way. She's <laughs> waiting. It's <laughs> and I'm getting I'm I'm turning fucking gray here. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Oh look, there's some right now. Uh -oh. oh, oh you hush. Anywho. <laughs> so Jesse, for our Mike World Order fans, um, how would they be able to reach you on social media if you if you want them to? Um, if they wanted to, I guess like my display name pops up, right? Right. Yeah, your display yeah. name. So. Yeah, that's that's the same thing as my IG. So you can find me at Sabai underscore Sabai underscore Jesse. Sabai Sabai Jesse. So, what is the meaning behind it? Sabai Sabai. Yep. <laughs> um, so when I was training in Thailand, um, one of the main gyms that I trained at, the, uh, the head coach there, every time he would train with me, he would just constantly yell at me like, Sabai Sabai, Sabai Sabai. 
And in Thai, that means like relax, chill. Because I was like so just like, I don't know, super tense and just like gung ho. He's just like, no, like you need to chill. And so, I don't know, I just kind of adopted it. And it's kind of a, a reminder for myself to just chill. Okay, that makes sense. So as the Japanese would say, die <clears throat> boso. Sure. Meaning you're rampant because of your, yeah. That's a cool phrase to use. Yeah. yeah you you know. say it like all over Thailand. I believe cool. it. I believe it. I, that's that's something new for me for someone who have hung out and chilled with Thai people and learned phrases. Never knew about that. So that's something new for me. So if by any chance, <laughs> the more you know, if by any chance could we bring you back on future episodes? Maybe you could do like a um, an exhibition for Golden Week next month. Ooh, sure. You know? yeah, I'd be honored. That would be cool. I mean, I'm pretty much picking seven people for seven, sh you know, seven shows throughout the week. So we'll 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 catch up about it, and you know, we'll pick a day for you. Um, for those who are interested, follow her, Sabai underscore Sabai underscore Jesse. Once again, our very first Muay Thai athlete on the show because we make history at Mike World Order. That's how we do it. We, we've had a lot of firsts on the show. Just like next week, we are finally going to do it. We are having future WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods on the show. If you heard of the Dudley Boys, he's the guy who trained them. Oh, okay. So that's a big deal. Wow. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi finally uh, pulled through and uh, got him on. So we're hoping to get that done Ooh. on Tuesday. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. So we're going to go ahead and finish up with you, and then we're going to continue on with the show. Jesse, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Hopefully sooner before Golden Week, and, you know, yeah. appreciate you being on the show and all that, and, you know, had a blast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. And now it's back to three. Jibs, me, and... Mr. Logan Slater. What's going on? Oh man, there's there's a there's a lot going on. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's madness, man. But you know, th this is the the part of the show where we just shoot the shit and talk about random stuff, you know. I've been watching Dynamite. Really? Yeah. I'm not watching Dynamite. See, because I know if I do, I would lose focus in the show because I'd be in the middle of talking and be like, oh, man, look what he just did. And, uh, yeah. No, I, like that. I mean, it's it's very reactional. By the way, you mind cutting it down a bit, Logan? Because I've learned from doing playbacks, it kind of goes over everyone's vocals. Can you hear that? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I've been paying attention a whole lot. Young bucks anyway. See, what's wrong with the young bucks? Next question. Dang. Tell us how you really feel. Next question. You know what the most annoying thing I've noticed on Twitch? Not going to lie. 
And I don't know why people would subscribe the four or five dollars to see it. Chibs, I know this is going to sound out of complex because you're a woman and we know you're not those type that would do these type of things. But I've noticed the latest trend on like Twitch and YouTube and Facebook are women holding a mic that has ears on it and are like kissing into the ears and everything. Right. People are into the sound effects of it. It doesn't sound good. It really doesn't. Like, I don't want to hear the sound effects of a, a woman breathing and kissing into this ear, which is connected to a mic. It's like a plastic ear. But I would see people that would subscribe. I would see like 400, 500 subscriptions just so they can sit and watch this. I'm like, this is not entertaining at all. We got to go to Burger King. We got to go to Burger King. I just saw a Burger King commercial. I saw bacon. I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> Boo just said, I'll sub if you do that, Mike. I'm not going to do anything like that on Mike World Order. You know? No. Now, I might do something where I would do a live while I'm cooking, and y'all can watch that. What? With headphones, it's soothing. Then have I'm not gonna fuck. <laughs> now I would sub for hearing Logan talk in his voice on OEE. Um, now that I would do because that's funny. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm like that one movie with Dave Chappelle. Oh gosh. <laughs> Are you serious? But don't knock it till you try. I'm knocking it. And I've tried it, my friend. Yeah, I will it. never finish this song on the air. Go ahead. I mean, it's, I don't know. I just thought it was the most random, interesting thing ever. And how people are making money off of that. Because you figure, like, you do the math, right? I'm not I'm doing actual math, not Steiner math. But you know, a, a subscription on Twitch is what? 399, 499. 499 a month. Like how much is it, Logan? 4.99 a month. You just said it. 4.99 a month. Okay. So 4.99 a month. And I've passed by each episode just to see how many people would get on average i've seen between 300 and fi over 500 subs within like 10 minutes 10 minutes so you figure yeah. 4.99 and you're getting 500 subscriptions that's like almost $2500 yeah at some point i'm going to hit that's 2 Mark months of my rent they made two months of my rent in 10 minutes. I mean, eventually we're going to get there. Just, just can't give up and you just can't keep grabbing your fucking dome. Just got to do it at that point, right? I'm, I am not doing that. Are you going to fall into <laughs> it? 
I do have a 33% chance of falling asleep. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just, I don't know. Some things like are just... I mean, even, even the whole ASMR thing, I honestly, I don't understand it, but for some reason, my kids love that stuff. It's just kind of like between the people eating or just like hearing like certain things, I'm just like, why? I feel like there's so much noise around you anyways. What's the point of adding to it? But that's just me. Other yeah, people. like the mukbangs and all that. People have issues sleeping. First off, I'll listen to something like white noise, like the o ocean noises and all that. I don't care or like space noises. I'll sit and listen to that to help me go to sleep. But I'm not going to listen to some woman licking into a, a ear mic, a microphone in the shape of the ear, just going. Well, she found her mic. So can you. She went to Mike's for love. No, she, she went to a. She went to get a microphone. <laughs> she well, that's where, microphone. You see, that's where the sister company comes out. It's called Plenty of Mics. There's all sorts of mics up there. Even ones you fucking moan into. Whoa. I just I I just feel like there's a lot of things out there and obviously people may like that stuff. Sorry you can't see my face. I mean this is it's just crazy. You say like the small but cases. They're in making the it work for them, right? So can you be mad? You really can't. I, mean, I mean, I get it. It's just I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you get it. It's okay. I get it 100%. Some people like to hear the sound of somebody kissing into their ears. It's fine. Not me. I don't, I don't like that. Each his own. Each his own. I mean, I got I, big ears. Like, just when you first mentioned it, I don't know if my face said it all, but it was definitely like, what are you talking about and why? But I guess if they're making it work, I mean, we're making money. Uh, yeah, that's. I feel like that's a lot of people's bottom line. As long as they make some money, they'll do what they gotta do. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe. All you have that you're you're right. Like that's it. Mike fall asleep. The vibrator pulses. Uh, I no. believe it. No, no, I fall asleep to ocean noise. Barry White. I fall asleep to Barry White. Now, there was one time I fell asleep to airplane noises where you're like the noise you hear as you're on the air in the airplane, yeah, or space, space noises, just the cabin noise, just the noise of just being oh, on he the falls plane. asleep to space noise, right? Yeah, you fall asleep I, to space noise. Yeah, space noise. Did you fall asleep next to a rocket ship as a kid? I and no. You sure? Positive. Then why the fuck would you like space noises unless you want to hear know. aliens it talking helps, to you? Because it helps me go to sleep. Okay. Uh, sure. A yes. Then we're gonna think Roswell's walking up next to you about the probe you rate in the ear. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like silence. Like when I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to go to bed. I have to have the TV on. 
the fact that it's quiet is beautiful and I can pass out with no problem. Actually, I could probably pass out to anything. But if if I had a choice, silence would be what I want to fall asleep to. I mean, usually it's silence for me too, but if there's nights where I really can't sleep, it's either that or a, or, or a George Michael album. Because I gotta have faith. I'm saying it's like really upbeat. Would you? I now want to know what songs you're talking about. The uh, the older album. So faith. A lot of the, a lot of the songs on the older older album are like the exact opposite of what you heard from Faith. It's very more low key and softer. Because that was the first song that popped in my head, Logan. Because I gotta have faith. Yeah, I mean there's. It was either faith or you're falling asleep asleep to wake me up before you fucking go go. No, that's more of uh, it's wham. That's more wham. No, like there is certain tracks of George Michael that's worth listening to. Um, There's uh, a last request, also known as "I Want Your Sex Part Three, which is a very soft, low key track. It's kind of almost vaporwave-ish. Because it's the exact opposite of what you expect from the first two versions of I Want Your Sex. It's just more softer and smoother. You know, even the way that he sounds in the song, where the first few verses is, It's late, time for bed. So listen as I wait for that gin and tonic to go to your head, you know? Just hearing did that. Did he just serenade us, Master Chips? Yeah, he did. My oh, bad. Should I continue? You all, man, you know how to make a grown man fucking blush. Should I continue then? <laughs> no, you may not. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just hearing that part of the song, it's very soothing, you know, because when you listen to the lyrics, you can actually relate to it, you know. Because when you get home from a long day's work, you just sometimes you just want to chill and go to bed after you take a hot shower. You have your favorite drink and, you know, you call it a day. What's your favorite drink to have before you go to bed? Ichiko. Very white. Ichiko on the rocks. Water. Water is... You said water. Water is fantastic. Just water. I drink a lot of water at work. I probably drink about two gallons. Because I work in a very warm area and... Especially if I got to go in the vault, which is usually like 80 degrees. And as you're pulling, you know, DOTs from different pouches. Yeah, that heats up after a while. So, yeah, I I go through water like crazy. Like crazy. So when I get home, I don't want water. (laughs) Because I'm pretty beyond hydrated. True. That's good. I mean, stay hydrated, my friends. Oh, yeah. It's hot outside. Ooh, I wanted to show you something. Oh, sure. So it's my birthday this weekend. I have a Blue's Clues theme. 
than I need to do. So hopefully, I don't know if you guys can see this. I can. That is Blue's Clues. I'm not gonna lie, I watched it as a kid. Me too. I thought Blue's Clues was the shit. I used to like Steve. Oh, is that Mr. Big Red Chair? I know you did a handy dandy notebook. Oh, no, I you better have done. I did it actually. I was actually practicing last night, and these were just the, the products. The clock. Oh, man. Did you do the paw print? I did actually, but I have it upstairs. I didn't bring it down. Well, hold on a one second. I'll show you guys. A clue. A clue. I did make the paw print. But I have salt and pepper here. Oh snow! I remember you have the mailbox. I did do the mailbox. It's also upstairs. I just did the couple that I kind of fit on the tree that I brought down. That is right so on. awesome. And then I also made a friend. Oh, oh magenta. magenta! So that's what I did to practice last night for the birthday that I have to do this weekend. Keeping busy over here. Chibs LLC. Oh. oh what the hell did he do? <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the starts. fuck is going on with this guy? Mikey starts his lost his damn mind in the group in the FRM chat. I just I just what the hell? Through. <laughs> oh man. What, what did I miss, guys? What the hell? I, I, I've always learned Mikey Starks is usually the uh antagonist of all the epic things that has happened on this show. And once again. He delivers. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's still so weird seeing me clean cut. It's so weird. <laughs> I have no words. Me neither. Jesus Which I also fuck. forgot to mention. There's a funny story about that. I would love to giggle right now. So my coworker yesterday. I guess he um, he had a court case, and um, you know he, he pretty much would always have his face in like this super rugged goatee, like. And he showed up yesterday after he took his mask off, and he was all baby faced, and I was like, "Look at you! You look like a 1990s R&B singer. Look at you!" Like I was I was picking on him. I mean, it was. Not in a bad way. I mean, he looked good, babyface. It's just that for the five months that I've worked with him, he's pretty much had this heavy goatee beard. So seeing him clean cut was like, whoa. So then me and my other coworker, of course, we joked about it. So he's like, okay, then. He said, I got a dare for y'all. I said, what? He said, why don't the rest of y'all go uh, clean cut with me? I said, are you telling us that you want us to pretty much shave our facial hair because I had my goatee at the time? So you did this on a dare? Yeah, me and a co-worker. 
we showed up at work, freshly shaved head, freshly shaved face. Yeah. And it's funny because we all work in the same section. So, of course, everyone looked at us as this group of baby faces. So, yeah. There you go. I've learned a lot. <laughs> you could dare him to do anything and he'd do it. Is that what you took from it, Logan? Because that's what I got. Yes. Pretty That's much. what I got 100 points. I, 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 I am not afraid to do a dare within means. Keyword within means. Okay. Now we I'm not, not going to do, do a stupid dare, but it, it's got to be within reason. Oh my gosh. Mikey Starch just lost his mind. Where? He, he, the FRM chat. He, he took a page. I'm looking out of, at it. He took a page out of Mike Thunder. But uh, yeah, I'm looking at it. Chibs, we have some interesting people that are fans. I want to add, very interesting. They're just, I guess that's what makes this show unique, right? You know, it's like they come as out always, of the woodwork. As always, I appreciate you once again being on the show, Chibs. You know, of course. We, 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 we had to bring you back, you know. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I figured I'd show a little something that I've been doing because I know more times than not I'm just kind of on. Or... Yeah. By the way, when the next time you baking so I can stop by and get some? <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm baking this weekend a bunch of sugar cookies. Uh, Blue's Clues themed. So don't be surprised if you have a popper in or something simple like an ice cookie. That's cool. A sugar cookie is a sugar cookie. True. <laughs> I haven't actually done any macarons lately, which I find weird. I actually kind of want to hop in the kitchen and probably what? get some done. Uh, the kids come back from Florida on Friday, so maybe I'll just set some up for them so they can have some. Uh, my mother-in-law is actually bringing them back, so I'll probably make her a batch as well. Um, oh, so that's sweet. That's, yep. that's weird. That's it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, you gotta show the love, right? Yeah, you gotta show the love, right? Yep. You know. So, with that being said, of showing the love, right? Where the hell is my love at, Chibs? Huh? <laughs> Where's my sugar cookie? <laughs> I will. Let's see here. I actually have extras of baby onesies from uh, my brother and my sister-in-law's baby shower. So I do have extras. I'm more than welcome to them. Um, I made a little onesie that said baby canvas. Did you see it? Yes, I did. I thought those were cute. Yeah, something simple to, you know, show how excited we are to have a little girl joining the family, considering, you know, I was the one that had all the girls. So, yeah, a little playmate for my little Samus. Oh. So cute. So cute. Well, um, I don't know about you, but I think we should go ahead and, and do a closing on the show. I know it's usually we would do it late, but uh, because of being overbooked in August, we're trying to do time restraints. Plus, burn yourself uh, out, dude. Well, no, not just that. Um, 
So StreamYard, the site that we do the streaming on for Twitch, mm -hmm. for the free accounts, they only give us 20 hours a month. Okay. So you figure between the episodes that we got for this month, plus we got Mike World Order SummerSlam Watch Along on the 21st, which is why I won't be able to make it to the SNRG show in uh, D.C., Oh, wow. um, I was expecting you to be there. Yeah, but I mean, this this was also a, a commitment before. This was already a planned commitment. Understood. And you know, got to make sure that my commitments through OEE are uh, fulfilled. You know, of course. of course. Otherwise, I would have been at Union Station. Union Station. But uh, yeah, this was this was literally planned out like a month ago. That and Aaron oh. is bad at giving me information. Oh, <laughs> it happens. It's okay. Honestly, God bless. But usually I don't miss a show. I try not to because uh, every time I go to a live show, they always play my favorite track, um, SOS. So as, as you saw at the last show, I wore the panda head as yeah. they were playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Do you have pictures? Oh yeah, they were posted on uh, Instagram. Nice. They were posted on Instagram, and then I probably took about fifty selfies with kids and their parents. And then it was at the point where I started charging. Did you? Yeah. You actually started charging? Yes. Nice. That's how I paid for my face mask. I slipped like 15 bucks into the little change thing and grabbed me a face mask because my original one was soaked and wet from sweating because of the heat. So, yeah, I started charging all them people $5 a selfie. They're like, you, we have cash? Yeah, okay, I'll take cash. <laughs> they were willing to do it to get a photo with their kid. Whatever works. See? Gotta make that money, man. Yeah, you know. We take the picture with the cute panda. We see the panda. And then... <laughs> I can't imagine who really doesn't like pandas. I guess the only fact that makes me sad about them is the fact that they could kill their young by rolling on them while they're sleeping. Ooh. I mean, that's crazy. It is crazy, but the thing is, like, apparently... As a parent myself, and I, you know, having your kid with you, the one thing you don't do is roll over them because you are aware of where they are. But pandas have no awareness for that. I mean, it makes sense. And uh, on top of that, um, it was funny because uh, Anavik, when she saw. Uh, me with all the kids and then, you know, her son. She was like, you're really good with kids. I said, yeah, it's because I can't produce any, you know? I want to ask a follow-up question, but I don't know if I should. Like, it, it's just one of those things. I don't know. Why I can't? Yeah, are you, is it like choice or is it? 
Um, so. I want to share this here. I'm sorry. I'm just wondering. Like, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm very comfortable with sharing it. It's, it's one of those situations. I'm not ashamed to talk about it. Um, so long story short, 2012, I was in a relationship and I got cheated on and dumped. And for what her reason was, was it wasn't, I wasn't bad to her. I was a great guy, great boyfriend. Everything was great. It's just that she just didn't like dating big men. And, you know, she looked at me as very exceptional, but she just didn't have a thing for big men. So because of that, it kind of gave me a complex. So I was training, back training in the gym and, you know, dieting and all that uh, jazz. And it was one of those things where I felt like I wasn't getting nowhere until I met a couple of guys in the gym who were basically uh, selling steroids, super drool. So I ended up uh, using that, but no one ever really taught me how to cycle and how to use it and what amount to use. So it was one of those things where I was just using it and using it. And the way I was working out, I was working out. I would go in the gym at like 8 30, 9 o'clock at night, and I was done at two in the morning with room to spare. You know, my training was crazy. Like, I even did like a repost the other day of, um, of how I had looked during the peak of taking steroids. Like, my whole body was, I was jacked, you know. But when I moved up here and, you know, I had a car wreck, messed up my sciatica, I couldn't walk for a week. I had to use a cane to walk. So what did I do? I went back shooting steroids. And by taking that and lifting the little weights that was in my sister's um, house, because I was staying at my sister's place at the time, um, I was able to walk within a few days, no problem. But I had like a certain bucket list when I moved to Virginia. One of them was I wanted to go to a sperm clinic to make a deposit and make money off of it. So when I went there, right, I'm expecting my check, right? I'm like, yes, we're getting paid. The doctor, even though I still got a check, he said, um, you have an invalid sample. And I'm like, what do you mean an invalid sample? He basically said, sir, you're shooting blanks. And that's like 100%? Like a oh, yeah. It's like, they, like nothing could change that, even if like you change I. I took so much steroids, it made me sterile beyond recognizance. Oh, wow. Because mm -hmm. it can do that. It can do that. It's crazy. And the way I was taking it, it was it was a lot. Sorry, man. That sucks. I mean, like, that's, you're right. That informs you. Yeah. What it is that you're doing. And that's because no one taught me how to cycle. I would just basically 
get the syringe, click, 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 just yeah, boom, done. And we'll just work out for like five, six hours and all that. It's probably why my body's all fucked up now, you know. Crazy to think of. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm so big on my niece to where it's pretty much like my own kid. And because of that, that's probably why I'm so good with kids. I mean, I love kids. Like most of the women I've dated are single moms, you know. I've noticed you've mentioned a lot of kids. Mentioned yeah, like I don't, most men my age range and, st and stats of having no baby mamas and all that. And, you know, they, they are quick to say, I don't want to date a woman who got kids. I don't mind. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, yeah, sorry. Didn't mean to have you put all that out there. Thanks oh, for sharing. I really appreciate oh, that's, that's Trust me, it's one of those things in the beginning, it was uncomfortable. But now it's at the point where, you know, it is what it is. It's nothing to really be ashamed of. That's that's life, you know. That's that's life. That's just part of how it is, you know. But yeah, because of that, it, it, it's always made me, you know, I love kids. So it was funny when uh, Anna Vic mentioned that she was like, "You're so good with kids, and kids love you so much." That's why. Well, as per usual, I appreciate you guys having me. Another oh, fun, yeah. another fun evening. Of oh show. yeah, it was it was indeed a fun episode. You know, I like I said, I enjoyed you once again taking the uh, the time out to you know enjoy this interesting <laughs> group of people as always. Yes, for sure. Especially Logan Evans Slater. Yes. Yeah, no shit on that. Logan Evans Slater. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, because he was the main one that was excited for you to uh, come on the show. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Like, any time we can get you on, he's like the main one saying, make it happen, man. We, we need to bring back chips. Yeah. I appreciate all of that. Because it's always fun to, you know, just do something different. Honestly, um, podcasting may not be my thing, but it's kind of nice to just get on and, you know, put that aside or whatever and just shoot the shit, people. Exactly. And, and you're doing each episode, you're more and more natural about it. <laughs> That's why it cracks up when you said, not in the pocket. Well, for someone who's not into it, you know, you're pretty much a natural at it. It's, I mean, my husband thinks I should probably just turn on a camera and then just start baking and like decorating things. And he's like, people will watch. Oh, I yeah. Like, I was like, without me talking, it can just be like silence because I kind of like that. Yeah. I talk to people. I'm decorating this. And don't worry if you mess up. Uh, no. I was like, I'd rather just be where you see what I'm doing. That's about it. But that's just me. 
I'm gonna put half a stick of butter in. It's not a <laughs> I mean, whatever works, right? Exactly. Word. Well, that being said, we're gonna go ahead and close out the show. You know, tomorrow night we have a very special guest brought to us by Logan Slater, another independent wrestler. And we're pretty much going to hear about his backstory and everything. And we'll be doing that on a special edition of Mike World Order Thursday night. Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. You know what time it is. At 9 p.m. Nine PM. He's gonna bring some meat too. Oh man, that's awesome! I'll I'll be sure to send you the link, Logan, so you can send it to him. Um, by any chance, are you gonna be on OEE tomorrow night? Oh yeah, yeah tomorrow night, New Japan Strong. Six Eastern, five Central, New Japan Strong. The aftermath of the new beginning. It was a great fucking event. Oh yeah, and I've already approved it too. So uh, I think it's going to be another enjoyable episode to follow up on New Beginnings, indeed. On the road to Castle of Hat. That's right. That being said, on behalf of Master Chibs, Logan Slater, I am your host, Mike Cook, a.k.a. Mike Thunder. We will see you guys tomorrow night on Mike World Order Live. See ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah, this is Mike Thunder, the lover from Down Under. Just want to let you know that you can't have a complete transformation in the Mike World Order without having Mike World Order merchandise. Oh, yeah. Just remember, if you want the ladies to feel the rain, you got to give them the thunder. Check out the website at tinyurl.com slash MWO merch so you can make the ladies see your swagger and feel the thunder.